This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, episode 399 after the whistle, presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. I tried to make it through the game last night. Hit it in spurts, Riv. Made it through the first period. I have to change the intermission. Unwatchable. Fell asleep. Woke up. Because I assumed the Sabres were just going to continue to get maybe pounded the rest of the game. Woke up. All of a sudden, there's a game. Well, unfortunately, I didn't get to see that because I turned this horse shit off after the first period because, you know, I've watched half of their games this year look like dog shit in the first period, and I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. So you can explain to me how great the Sabres have played and they're back and they're confident now and playing at a super high level. So tell me about it. Well, just tell tell me how great they are. I won't tell you how great they are. Although Paterka was unbelievable. Yeah. Paterka was unbelievable. A lot of other guys played very well. Nice but, to see Owen Power, or not Owen up. Power, but Dylan Cousins. Dylan Cousins. Get Paterka's- a goal and assist, plus three. Got Jack Quinn, plus four with three points. Um, that's not nice the story, though. Okay. That's, okay. Not, that's not the story. The story okay. is Jeez. Devin Levi. Devin Levi. Devin the story Levi. is Devin Levi. Okay. He made 37 saves for, on 40 shots. Okay. He let in three goals in the first. And now what I liked about this was there was everybody on social media, everybody on social media, everybody that loved the idea of keeping Levi, everybody that used to throw up the spaghetti and meatballs pictures when they would win a game and all this shit that was happening, meatballs, the answer. Get him out of the net. Get him out, never should be here, send him to the minors, all this bullshit. Shuts the door, gives his team a chance to come back and win this hockey game. He could have he could have completely crumbled. And I like what Don Granado did. I like that he left him in there. That showed a lot last night because that was a big night for LA. Kopitar was being honored. There was a it was a big night for LA. The problem is it's hard to get excited. That's the biggest problem. Because it's not like they just won four, lost a couple, and then won that one. It's hard, it's still easy to be you know, a pessimist and say, ah, fuck, whatever. They'll end up losing in San Jose. And they might. That's the problem with this team. Mm-hmm. Did you see the highlights? I did, yeah. I I, I watched them. I, I, I turned it off after the first period. Just like I said, I'm just sick and tired of the team. I don't have... Uh, um, I don't have the ability to watch this team um, play the way they do on many nights. Like, what I witnessed in Anaheim the other night was a breaking point for me as as a as a former player and and a and a true fan of 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 the city of Buffalo. And I'm going to tell you this, I played I played 12 years in Montreal. 12. I played 2 years in San Jose, which I thoroughly thoroughly loved. And I played also here in Buffalo, okay? 
um, for three years. I still live here because I love this city. I love Buffalo. I absolutely am thankful for the people that I have met here in this city. Where my kids go to school. Um, I am so happy as, as a person after, after being a pro athlete. After the I will support this team. I will support this team because I also love the Sabres, but I love this fan base. I love this fan base. They've gone through some tough times with the Bills stuff um, years and years ago where they didn't make the playoffs for like 16 years. And I'm going to tell you, Bills Mafia was still there every step of the way. And the Buffalo Sabres have been a very competitive team for many, many years under the Lindy Ruff and, and, and Darcy Regeer regime. And now this team is going through a very tough, 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 tough transition and trying to find their way out. I'm here to support that. I want to be a great fan to this team. But I'm seeing the same mistakes made by the management, by the team, and I'm watching the same thing over and over, and it's starting to wear me down, down after 13 years of of supporting this team 13 years yeah i 14 years ago i was playing on the team 13 years we haven't made the playoffs i am watching a team go down a lot of people feel a goal two goals three goals and four goals in the first period last night it was three one and you want us to support this team you don't think that there's a friggin' problem is this on the players is this all on the players no, I and I and I think that's where I was going. Or is go it on the coach? And I don't want to get into. I do. I do not want no, to get getting, into. We're not getting coach into that because I'm just going to say this: that I chose as a Buffalo fan after three one to turn this shit off. Now here's the thing: I wake up this morning. The first thing I do, I check my phone. Very first thing I do. Open my eyes, literally grab my phone. I, I what did you think? And what did you think you were going to see? Like seven, eight, nine, one, or seven, eight, three? I, th- or I thought it would have been a, a a six, two, seven, two, and because the team has faltered and it's so fragile that um, I thought you would have saw a, a real bad drop off. Now, when I saw five three, I was so happy. I was so happy. I'm like, oh my God. Now I now I'm looking at the goals that are scored. JJ Paterka, JJ Paterka, Quinn. They were buzzing. Yeah, buzzing last night. And that's the thing. You say you were happy. I was happy. When I woke up in the third period, I'm angry. they were they were leading. Hold on a second. When I woke up in the third period and they were leading, and then they end up winning, I was frustrated. Because it's like we come on here every day and we we spew negativity. And it's not because we want to. It's because it's all that's warranted. It's all they deserve. They haven't done much to deserve any kind of positivity. And if there is any, we try to scrape it out of there. Trust me. But I will say this. So when I, so I went back and I kind of watched everything that occurred. And you got Quinn and Turka and you got Cousins. So, I mean, there are some answers being made here and they are who are your key pieces you got quinn and cousins and, and paterka those two guys together like that shot that quinn took last night top corner from that far out middle okay. stat drop pass to him and he just okay. steps in 
about the top of the circles and missiles the shot right over the goalie's shoulder. Okay. You know, unbelievable shot. And then, you know, we talk about Paterka. One thing we didn't even in, talk about, about uh, that Chicago game was that frigging goal he scored, that short side goal. I don't know if you remember seeing that. He just missled it, short side goal. He went down right past his head. Last night, he pick, he gets that puck off the Cousins rebound and just just jams it right up in the top corner. No reaction. No reaction. Goes in, scores that goal on the breakaway, and an unbelievable pass by Quinn. These two are going to be exciting to watch for a lot of years. And that's the problem is that you sit here and you look at their record with the expectations that were supposed to be on this team this year. And all you do is think like, what if they had a better supporting cast? Like, what if they just had a better group of depth? And that's all I was trying to get to there. You're establishing who your future is here. You know, those three are, you got, well, listen, I mean, this comes down to the that conversation of, like, you've got your Tage Thompson, you've got your Jeff Skinner and Alex Tuck as your t- top line. It, they weren't to get, they didn't start the game last night. That being said, um, those are your key guys. Those are your, those are your key guys. Those are your top three guys. And then you have Dylan Cousins. So there's your top four highest paid guy, a $9 million, a $7 million, a $7 million. I'm not million even talking and- highest paid, man. I'm just talking about. But I'm talking highest paid roster because next this year. is where the conversation comes in. How much money do you think you're going to have to pay J.J. Paterka next year? He's got 16 goals already. He's on pace for 25. If he if he catches fire and scores 14 goals in the next, you know, 40 or 35 games of the season, which is not 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 that I don't bad. Think he's the guy you want to put on a bridge deal either, by the way. With the way he's kind of bit his trajectory yeah. and the way he's yes, that's produced. what I'm talking about. He's on pace for sixty of, points. He's on. Remember pace what Mike for Pekka possibly, said about him? I do. I do remember you Mike told Pekka us on the show here years ago. No, you told me that Pekka told you that he thinks JJ Paterka could be a ninety point player in the NHL. Yes, he says he will be a ninety point player in the in the NHL. Now we're talking about JJ Paterka. That sits right now at what twenty two years old. Yeah, this is the six, second sixteenth, sixteenth second year in night. the league. So I look at that, and 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 when I formulate things in my head, you've got an eleven million dollar defenseman. You just signed an eight point three five million dollar defenseman. You have a four point three million dollar defenseman. You have a three point three million dollar defenseman. Now. Whether you like Henry Yoki Haru or you do not like Henry Yoki Haru, the kid is going to get paid money more than what he's making now at 2.5. You're going to have to pay him. We have no money in our goaltenders right now, none whatsoever. So that's something that needs to be addressed in the future. But I continue to go back to Casey Middlestat looks fantastic right now. He looks very strong in his play. He's on pace for 75 points this year, 20 goals. Um, I, I, I sit there and like, how do you pay all of these players? At some point, you need to sacrifice one of these guys because you're not giving up J.J. Paterka or Jack Quinn, and they are going to get paid. Do you understand? Like, they're going to get paid big money. So what do you do with Casey Middlestad? Are you going to pay him, you know, the, the, the $7 million he deserves to stay on this team? 
This is a team that is the sixth worst or sixth worst, seventh worst team in the National Hockey League. And we're paying all these guys. And we're going to need to pay J.J. Paterk and Jack Quinn and a Zach Benson. The, these guys are coming up. So, man, I, just I love wonder, the way Casey Middlestad I mean, he's obviously, obviously hindsight's always, you know, 2020. But imagine if they didn't sign Owen Power to that contract. I'm not unhappy with Owen Power's contract. Uh, I will, uh, you know, I could sit there and debate this. I'm not going to argue this. I could debate Owen Power's contract till I'm blue in the face. Um, I believe in the kid. I think he's got um, world-class talent that does not come along very often in a six foot six, 220 pound frame. Um, in four years from now, three years from now, that kid's going to be 230 pounds, much thicker, stronger. Um, he's going to understand the league. He's going to feel more comfortable. He's going to play, um, out of his element more than what he's playing now. He is a incredible talent. I'm not looking at Owen Power right now saying that this is what we're getting for $8.35 million. I'm upset about it. No. Because right now he's still on his rookie deal. He makes nine hundred grand. He's continuing to get better. I'm very, very happy that this young man is on our team. He's only 21 years old. He is going to be a monster. He's uh, Believe me, people, when I say this, he's going to be, we are all going to be very, very happy with the Owen Power deal um, at the end of it, in the middle of it. So, again, you're you're allowing a, a 21-year-old defenseman, a, a, a second-year defenseman, to continue to improve. He's making mistakes. I know that. We all see it. But he's pretty, he's, he's a pretty solid player. Is he a little soft right now? Yes. Yes, he is a little soft, but you know what? Sometimes it takes guys a little bit longer to get their um, comfort level on, on maybe some, the physical side of, of the game. And it's all going to round itself out. Next game, last game before the break is San Jose. Then you have eight days off, you come back and then you end up playing Dallas at home, I believe. Is there even a chance? Are we even? Is it even worth scoreboard watching right now? I, I don't. Even I don't. Know. I, I'm. I'm so far away from scoreboard watching with with this team. Like you got to. You got to realize. Like we we lose. Now, remember Anaheim. they had. They we had lose Danheim. The, what had. has been the what has been the entire season for the Buffalo Sabers? They come back with an unbelievable effort in the next game. It's it's that's the way this team has been the entire year. No, nope. unbelievable effort. It was another flat start. You know, and it is what it, it is. Great, it was but a they, great two periods. It's up. It, well, listen. I mean, let's just stop for a second. And um, I'm about winning games. I am all about. I don't care how it happens. I just want to win. And the Sabers pulled out an incredible win against a team that was faltering in in LA. They have not played good hockey. Um, they're two. Five and three in their last 10 games. Two, five, and three. So the LA Kings have really faltered in the last 10 games. We took advantage of it. And 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 you got to be happy with it. Just move forward, put a happy smile on your face, forget about Anaheim. And that's the best part about being a professional athlete is you have to have a short-term memory. You have to 
forget what's happened in the past and look at the positives moving forward. It was a great win in LA. It was a great positive win. Now take that, go into San Jose and have a win, have a massive win. Did you not find like, I thought, I thought the Anaheim game the other night was one of the worst games I've watched the Buffalo Sabres play all year, all year long. Would you agree with that? Oh my God. Did you see them falling and losing the puck? It was, it was almost like they had their rookie party. That's the only thing that can, can explain, you know, Ryan Johnson blowing a wheel right in the middle of the ice and Connor Clifton. Like, I don't even know what he was doing. It's almost like he had figure skates on and those little hooks at the front of his skates. He did a nose dive and then, but things happen. Shit happens, man. That happened to me. I get it. I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm not, I get it. It happens. Um, but the, but the bounce back game in LA, did you not find that the team was buzzing? Even when they were down in the first period, three, one, I thought they were flying. I'm like, this is the hardest working I've ever seen this team play all year. And they were down three to one. Now I turned it off because I'm just sick of losing and I don't want to, I didn't want to see the outcome and get even more angry. So I just turned it off. Now I'm so pleasantly surprised. I'm so happy for these guys to get some relief. Now go and get that second win, go and get that second win, but you're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to earn it. Just like Don Granato said the other night, there's no bad teams in this league. Yes, there is Don. And this is one of them. They're minus 90 in goal differential. I'm going to say that again, Don. There are no bad teams in the league. Say it again. Yes, there are. And this is without question the worst team in the league at minus 90 goal differential. This team sucks. Get on them. You know what's even crazy about this situation of me telling you that these guys have only scored 101 goals, but they have almost 191 goals against? This is the crazy thing. They're on a three-game winning streak. How is that even possible? I'll tell you how it's possible. This team sucks really bad, but teams are taking them lightly. Teams are not playing and, and understanding that, listen, I know they suck and they're the worst team by far in the NHL, but bad teams can beat good teams because they work hard. So if you match their work ethic, if you can just match their worth work, work ethic, you will win the game because we have way more talent. That's what this comes down to. Play teams like this. If you outwork them, you will win the game because of your talent. It's a big game for the Sabres team. Because the last thing they want to do is lose against the worst team in the league and have the same script talked about for the next week. They need to win this game. They got to put the effort in first. Well, here's a script that doesn't change. If you've been hurt at work or in a car crash and need a personal injury attorney, you know who to call. You've heard it here before. Call Salino Law. Call the 8s, 888-888-8888. Again, call Salino Law, 
888-888-8888. Who doesn't love a great pregame meal? You're in luck. Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino has the Buffalo Sabres home game dinner special. Available on home game days, Wednesday through Saturday, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Three-course prime rib dinner special, 50 bucks a person at Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. The last thing I want to say about this team before we head out of here for the weekend, someone sent us a, a, a tweet saying, I'll tell you what I don't want to see next week. And that is this team posting their trip on the beach, posting their vacations in the sun, doing all this, celebrating their, you know, their time off, because this has been a complete failure of a season so far. Maybe Are I'm... you alluding to what happened last year? What happened last year? Last year, there's a lot of pictures, a lot of things that came out after the players went on their vacations and there was on their, you know, the guys are running around on the beach. Don and the coaching staff need to, they need to have a conversation with these young guys. Social media is, is this era. Okay. They have to understand to keep these things private. If you want to take videos, take the videos. If you want to take pictures with your loved ones sitting at dinner, eating a lobster and fucking steak, you do it. If you want to, uh, you know, take videos of you doing a, you know, a shot with your body, do it, but don't put it on social media. The wives, the wives and girlfriends of these players have to understand you have to keep these things private i'm not I, I i don't look down upon these young men because they're making a lot of money okay i don't they've earned it they've sacrificed their entire lives to get to this situation to earn this money you deserve it but don't be private with your with your with your stuff be private and and you have to have that conversation not only with the players, I think it's a, it's a bigger conversation that needs to be expressed to the other party, which is a wife, a girlfriend, just have them understand, please keep this stuff off social media. Well, that's the problem though. I mean, even if you just send it to a friend or whatever they post it, or it, it needs to be expressed to the wives to the girlfriends and to the men on this hockey team, go and have fun, go and have fun. You deserve that. You deserve this. Um, it's been a tougher start than what you want. Go and have fun. Let off some steam. When you come back, be ready to go to work, take care of yourself, but keep this stuff off social media. Yeah. Here, you love your Facebook. eh? You know what? I here's I, something for you. Stop I'm trying. Post, you're like, gonna, I'm not oh, on Instagram. And I'm going to say this too. If you're going to post all your fucking, not you, Craig. I don't know if you po even know how to post, or I know you don't post, but I don't even know if you know how. But if you're going to post all these wonderful things in your life, people, make sure you post the shit too to balance it out, so that we you don't just think right, you're fooling right. anybody. I mean, listen. I mean, everybody's life perfect. that that are on Instagram or 
or Facebook or whatever it is, man, they have the greatest lives in the world. It's amazing. They just, they're just posting I'm, all the beautiful things that are happening. For me, I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on TikTok. Um, I try and stay off social media as much as humanly possible. I'm not a massive Twitter guy as much as I, I read a lot on there. Um, I'm not one that's on there all the time tweeting. The only time I really tweet stuff is if I'm watching a Sabres game and I'm losing my marbles. Um, Anytime but, I post uh, something from my personal account, which, you know, sometimes you're just like, eh, I should post that from my personal account. I just, I feel, I feel dirty. <laughs> like why? I just, I, 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 I'm still trying to understand the concept of it. I mean, I guess, you know, from a uh, quote unquote marketing aspect, so to speak, or things like that. I understand. I just, I don't, I don't know why we, and I hate to say society because it makes it sound like I'm having such a, uh, oh, a such a deep and big conversation, but it kind of is. I just don't know why we feel the need to, to post all of our opinions about everything. Like, oh, so-and-so wrote that. I'm going to respond to this person even though I know they'll never respond back, but I'm going to respond some fucking dickhead comment. And just because I can be a fucking asshole on here. I just don't understand it. It's not even the assholes, but it's just, man, it's a facade, man. Social media is a facade. That's all I'll say about that. Sorry. Went down a rabbit hole there. And you know, what's worse about it though? Cause if I didn't do this, if I didn't do a podcast riff, I wouldn't have any social media. I might have Twitter for information and news because I'm not a huge TV watcher, but that would pretty much be it. Based on your response, I guess this will be it. The show's over. All right, that'll do it for After the Whistle, episode 399, <laughs> presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close.